Hey everyone, welcome to Vinyl Verdict, the show where we listen to records. I can't think of a good tagline, so here we are. Today we're <laughs> listening to a recent-ish favorite of mine, uh, Future Me Hates Me by The Beths. They're an indie pop band from New Zealand, and this is their debut album that released in 2018. There are four members, Elizabeth Stokes on lead vocals and rhythm guitar, Jonathan Pierce on lead guitar, Benjamin Sinclair on bass, and Tristan Deck on drums. Kind of. They actually had a different drummer for Future Me Hates Me, Ivan Lucatina Johnston, so we won't really be talking about Tristan at all today. Uh, one thing I should mention before we get started is all the guys are also listed under backing vocals. They do a lot of harmonies, and the mix is pretty great. I think that Elizabeth is never really overshadowed on the mic, but all the guys really shine through when they, when they want to sing. Uh, they just kind of work together. According to Wikipedia, at least, um, Elizabeth and Jonathan met in high school, and then they met Ivan and Benjamin in university where they were all studying uh, jazz, which is pretty cool. Mm. I, I like when music majors end up making music. You know, it's just kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, I really love this album. That's kind of why I picked it. Uh, what do you guys think? That's what I'm really here to figure out. It's a 38-minute album, and it took me four days to listen to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get into it. Every time I listened to it, I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I li- I thought it was cool. It was kind of jangly in the way I like. Is that a word? Is jangly a word? It is now. It's a word now, yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of, you know, it kind of sounds fun. Um, but every time I went to listen to it, I was not in the mood for something upbeat, even though the lyrics are sort of downbeat because they're like shitting on each other or yeah. like, it's just like, my, my life is kind of shit, but the music's kind of fun. It, it reminds um, me of like ska in a lot of yeah, ways sure, because of that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, for whatever reason, like in the last two weeks since we recorded the last one, and you told us what we were going to listen to, I have not been in the mood to listen to something upbeat like that. That's cool. And and um, boy, it took me a long time. Uh, Bell told me he was listening in the shower one day, so I tried that. Yeah, how'd that um, go? Yeah, um, fine. Um, <laughs> I did that on, um, as I was getting ready for work yesterday, and I got through four songs um, because some of those songs are like two minutes long. Yeah. I'm uh, not taking a long shower. M- most of them are about three and a half or four, but a few of them yeah. are like two and a half or three. Yeah, like the middle half of the album yeah. is, is kind of short. Yeah, like little short ones. And that's fine. Like I listened to the whole album this afternoon because I was off today, um, and uh, I, I was still not in the mood to listen to it, but I, I, I did it. And uh, it's fine. It's a good album. Like it, it's you, you described it as cohesive, and I I agree with that. It flows well. We we were talking about it a little bit before we started Sorry. recording. Yeah. Sorry, shame guys. on them. Shame uh, on we, them. We talked about it for approximately two minutes. Um, that's a whole song. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> some albums. Yeah. Right. Like. Um. Well, actually, that's like radio friendly, right? Because most songs on the radio are three minutes or less. Yeah. And it used to be two minutes or less. Yeah. Like, look at some of the early Beatles albums. There like, was a lot of radio versions of songs where yeah. it was like two and a half minutes. And then yeah. the full album version would be like three or four. Yeah, and they always cut the good part out of the song. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, they cut the solo out of Sultan's The Swing oh, every yeah, time because that song's like six and a half minutes yeah. long. Anyway. Um, Bell, did you have some th- thoughts? Hi, I'm Bell. Hi, Bell. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, we should probably introduce ourselves again. Classic. Fuck. They should, I mean, if you don't know us. Listen to the only time we intro ourselves, which, which is, is the, the first, first episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd listened to the song Happy Unhappy before. Oh, and I okay. really liked it. Oh, interesting. So okay. It's yeah. something that I've had in playlists for a while. So I was really excited coming to this album. It's also a great name. 
I just love right? it. Now I refer to it all the time. I, I'll just say like future me yeah. hates me when I leave something for me to do in the future. Cause like I've always thought of myself as like, thanks past Jake when I did something for myself. Yeah. Uh, so like future me hates me, I thought was, was awesome. But like Jamie, I didn't, I didn't really get into it. Really? I oh. thought it was a little bit noisy in like the wrong way. Oh, um, interesting. interesting. And drums and cymbals, the cymbals really overpowered a lot of different things. So like, Fair trying to listen and maybe that's why i like the showers because like it already is loud so like adding additional loudness wasn't that bad but it kind of reminded me of surf curse where it's just this kind of like oh sure yeah okay music and some songs really hit and i like them a lot Mm -hmm. but there were songs that i like actively disliked like they came on and i was like "Ah." which which one do you actively dislike i'll give my i'll give my like more in-depth thoughts after this yeah so without going too much into detail uh River Run and whatever, I oh, really? I kind of like actively disliked. Uh, but huh. overall, the sound was not too bad. I like I like that speed of things, uh, and I think I, I really liked the main singer's voice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But nice again, that's voice, probably yeah. why I didn't like the symbol so much because I felt like I was drowning that out when I wanted to hear it. Uh, and unrelated, I was listening on Spotify because of course I don't have the album. Uh, I really liked the little videos that played. Because uh, little videos oh, would play on Spotify, I didn't uh, and like Uptown Girl and stuff like that, I thought they were really fun little videos. And uh, I didn't yeah, like yeah, that Uptown was... Girl didn't sound anything like Billy Joel. Uptown Girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is two albums in a row where there's been some hit song names. Yeah, and it's not that one. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's pretty brave of them to do a, a cover of Bill. Oh, it's, it doesn't it's sound anything all, yeah. like that. Yeah. It, so it's funny. I actually don't get me wrong. I kind of agree on the drums and everything, and maybe that's why they switched from that drummer to the new guy. Yeah. Um, but overall, I actually like how noisy it is. Hmm. But I'm personally like a big like punk and metal fan. So I like when there's a lot of, I don't know, just I feel like this drives forward constantly. There's always some kind of like driving guitar riff or driving drum, drum beat. Yeah, so I, I, I like a lot of like punk and metal and new metal and alternative and stuff. So for me, what I liked about this was it felt like indie pop meets a bit of punk sure or like a bit of surf rock or something yeah like even on uh oh, which track is it i can't remember which one but they've even got like a bit of miserloo there's that like uh uh quick picking during the solo and mm-hmm. i i don't know part i also really like good singers like part of the reason i a lot of my favorite bands are bands with really strong singers and i think elizabeth is, has a fantastic voice sure and I really love the backup vocals on all the guys when they do their harmonies. Uh, I think it's just fantastic. They, they do a good job of like, like I said, keeping it as a spotlight, but never one that outshines Elizabeth singing at any point. Sure. Um, and I mean, overall, I think that, like I said before, how it's, well, I didn't say it yet, but it's cohesive, right? Like, mm. and that is a weakness and a strength. So my only issue with this album, because I really like it personally, um, my only personal issue is that I feel like every song, while feeling and sounding very different, is almost the exact same in terms of like um, formation, speed, speed and formation. I'm fine with the speed, but the formation is. Um, hold on, I actually wrote it down exactly what it's what it is. It's it's basically like they they go slow or they have a soft intro and then they pick up mm-hmm. and then they go fast for a while. They have a guitar solo. And then they slow down, and then they pick up again. It was like a break in the middle. And yeah, so like at know. the two thirds point, yes. it changes where there's backup vocals. Yes. So every single time I'd notice where I'm like, oh, it's like two minutes in, and now there's backup vocals, yeah. which m- for me made or broke a song. Sure. 
Yeah. But every time I was like, oh, now there's this. Yeah. Now yeah. in the bridge, they've added this yeah. or whatever. There's a guitar solo almost two thirds through every single track. And I like them all. Um, and I mean, there's a reason why this is like a 10 track album and five of those are singles. No. Um, because I do think they're all strong songs. Sure. And they all go into each other quite well. Like the, the speed and pace is kept almost consistently. Um, I actually used this album as like my workout album for almost a full year because it's so upbeat throughout almost the entire thing. Um, I usually started on River Run level one because it's like a bit of a slower start and I let that be my warm up on the treadmill and then I like get going once it picks up and then I just keep on going with the rest of the album. Like like Bell, I did not like that song. Yeah, I don't know. I really liked River Run. I'm surprised you didn't like whatever. Like I even have like, I really liked how much the bass sounds out on oh, whatever sure um and i like how it comes crashing back like a wave a few times yeah. and especially the mix with the lyrics like making me want to crash the car will hit the water i didn't like little death either oh well, i love little well death. before we get too in depth should sure. we give the album one last listen sure. yeah sure let's put absolutely it on. let's do it Let, let, was it an album? Let's talk quickly about the record itself. It's sure. uh, it's fine. It's basically a single LP um, and a jacket. Mm -hmm. One thing I'd love to note is that the cover art I think is pretty cool. It's hand painted, I believe. Oh, is it? That's yeah, that's someone neat. hand painted. Yeah, it. it's it fits the album title very well. Um, you know, it's it's a girl staring into a mirror, and but she's the, not actually looking at the mirror. The, the reflection is yeah. like looking at her, and it seems angry. Yeah. If you flip it over, it's like a, the same art style continues, and it's mm -hmm. like a dog just chilling. It's a cool looking dog. Yeah, exactly. cool looking dog. Yeah. Um, I like how they've got the tracks split up. Not every album does this, where they've got it split up by side as well. So on the back, you can see like which which tracks are on which side. Mm -hmm. um, the one big thing that I like about this record over a lot of other records that feels. Uh, cheap. Well, other records mm. feel cheap. This has a really nice lyric insert. Oh, okay. like a full twelve-inch single sheet that has all the lyrics for every track on both okay. sides. I hate when you get a double LP in like a single jacket and it's just two records and white oh, paper stacked sleeves together. stacked yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else. That's the way out that Alice in Chains album I have. Yeah, is. My yeah. I've, a bunch of my Chili Peppers albums are the same way. Yeah. It just feels cheap, right? Whereas you spent forty dollars on an album. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this, um, you get a pretty solid packaging with that lyric insert and it reminds me of 
buying CDs and games yeah. ages ago. You know, you'd always get the lyrics or the or the game manual. Or you whatever. know what killed killed me about buying like PS2 games that 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 were or sorry PS1 games that were two CDs. Hmm. It was like you get two CDs and you get that like thick boy case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you wouldn't get anything extra in the in there. You just get like the manual. Yeah, it's literally just space for you to open and take out the disc. There's yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it's a pretty solid LP. Um, nothing super stand out, like that stands out a lot. But it's definitely not the cheapest mm. record that I've ever bought. You know, it feels solid for what it is. I, I went went out and looked at some reviews of the album. I just wanted an idea of like, sure. did other people hate this album like I did, or am I just in a grumpy mood or something like that? The reviews were mostly positive for it, um, but the thing that struck me about one, one of the reviews talked about the album cover, hmm. um, and someone said it l- reminded them of a Roger Daltrey album where oh. um, he's doing the same thing. He's looking in the mirror, but his reflection isn't looking at it, but oh, it's a f- yeah. trick photography kind of thing. Yeah. But so the, the f- picture is like him looking at the mirror, but the picture is the back of his head oh, in the mirror. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, huh, that is kind of cool. And it is sort of like that. And I was yeah. like, huh, that's kind of an interesting idea. But they don't sound anything like each other. <laughs> so, yeah, so. no, no, not at all. So. Um, I actually saw these guys live when they did their 2018 tour for the album. Uh, I saw them at the Biltmore in Vancouver, which is one of my favorite. Um, it's not really a club. It's the bottom of a hotel. but It's, it's one a cabaret. Of, it's a cabaret, yeah, the Biltmore Cabaret. It's one of my favorite venues in town, though. It's just like a dimly lit basement and there's a really low stage. Oh, sick. And the dance floor is like small and they still pack a lot of people in there because it's a popular like old classic place in Vancouver. Oh, like a speakeasy almost. Kind of. Yeah, almost. There's a big bar at the back. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, So I love seeing shows there. I've seen a bunch of my favorite bands there and this concert was just fantastic. Mm. I mean... I like small shows like that. Yeah, they're great. And these guys were even like signing shit at the merch booth after. Mm. I don't know if they were signing stuff, but they were talking to people and like selling stuff themselves which is always nice yeah. rather than seeing like a just you know a shirt jockey handing stuff out and taking yeah, 20s yeah. um but the one thing i love was how you know the energy is so constant with this it was a blast to dance to and it really reminded me of punk shows where i'm just moshing like were you, were you skanking the whole time i wasn't skanking it's not ska <laughs> it's, so another yeah so another thing is that it does like everything's upbeat but the lyrics are very Either, not necessarily depressing, but they're pessimistic. I found yeah, quite a bit. She's not an optimist. No, no, not at all. I think that's why I connect with this album quite a bit. Is I'm very much a realist or a pessimist, and I, I yeah, you're know. real downer proof. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> I but I like how much uh, I don't know. I connected with how much in the lyrics that she kind of doubts herself sometimes, or yeah. is afraid of the future, or is afraid of commitment. Even in the romantic song of Little Death, yeah, it's still like death themed yeah it's like oh man like i love you but like i die a little death every time you say my name like i die a little death yeah and my my balance is off kilter like i i'm falling apart and so like even in something that's like a positive note it's still sentenced to morbid way yeah i and i feel like most of the tracks are like that um uh, one of the more positive things i have to say about the album is that i feel like all of the choruses are very catchy 
Yes. And that's important when it comes to writing a popular album. Like, I don't know if you've seen the whole Dave Grohl thing with, uh, yeah. not Jack Black, Kyle Gass, I think. Yeah. Where they're like, let's write a pop song. And it was like, whatever, whatever, catchy album. And they brought up stuff like Love in an Elevator. Do you know the lyrics to Love in an Elevator? No, but huh. you know the chorus. And Love in an Elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and I have this CD in my car and I sing along to it constantly just because like the chorus comes on and it's super catchy. Um, that's the worst part though. What? You don't like the chorus? I have notes on so many of these songs because I liked just the chorus. Or I liked oh. a 30 second chunk of it and then it wasn't that anymore because of I like course, the title every track. third it changed or whatever. So I was just like, man, it's so frustrating when I'm like, this is very catchy. I wish I liked the song, but I don't. So I guess I'm going to not do anything with that. And I just will have always liked that 30 seconds and then moved on with my oh, life man. kind of thing. That's that's crazy. See, I don't know a lot of bands from New Zealand other than like Flight of the Conquerors. Lord. Lord, sure. yes. Yeah. Uh, um, but like, like I, I don't, I think the only one I, I own is Crowded House, but they, they were a big band in like the eighties. I don't think they still make music, but, but like apparently these guys are extremely popular in their yeah. home country. Yeah. Yeah. And even when I saw this show, it was like really good energy from the crowd. And it was, I don't know well, if it was sold out, but like it was packed in there. Um, I actually really like all the lyrics. I'm a, I'm a bit of a like lyric nerd. I tend to read the lyrics for okay. songs and stuff. And I think that's another reason I like it is I really like her writing style. Hmm? Um, pretty much not even just the choruses. Like, I don't know, just, Baby, you're breaking my heart from whatever. Why oh. do you make it so hard? Like, that one's a really simple one, but a lot of it is, like, it's telling a story every time. Yeah. And it's and I feel like it's usually telling a story about herself, and I like the way she rhymes, and I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's hard to explain exactly, but I just think it's very poetic. Sure. The whole album. And it's backed by this, like, constant driving drums which is maybe a little overpowering. I can I can agree, but maybe that's why they got the new guy on drums. In my headphones, I did not notice it in the same way that Bell did. But oh, had I listened to it on my stereo, I probably would have noticed it more. And it's funny, I even noted, I listened to on my Mac, just speakers, MacBook Pro M1, very good speakers. Mm. And then I switched to headphones and listened on AirPods. Because I was like, is it just how i'm listening because mm-hmm. uh which one is it uh not oh it's little death which is funny because we're talking about that uh i liked it but i felt like everything was so muddy the instruments were so loud the backup oh. singing was way louder than other songs the oohs and ahs from uh elizabeth as well as her singing i just felt like it was way too much i was like is it just my headphones at this point like i've never noticed it with any other album though so i'd still fault my enjoyment of this album to that but like mm. uh i did at some point go is it am i listening to this wrong should i just be in my car enjoying it be fast hey. on a summer day kind of thing because uh, like i could not find a way to enjoy it other than a speaker in the shower where it was already loud so maybe i'm like maybe i just need to listen to my car and enjoy it but like yeah. again i shouldn't have to listen to an album in a certain place to enjoy sure. it I, I um i listened to it on like a fairly expensive pair of sennheisers and like I found the mix to be kind of flat, sure, in certain points. But um, I borrowed a pair of Beats Fit Pros, like the little buds, mm-hmm. uh, from the office the other day because I was thinking about buying them. And those those headphones, um, they suck dog, <laughs> um, so don't buy them. But <laughs> also, by Beats. yeah, right. Um, but also, the album sounded notably worse on them, and I was like, 
I I found my enjoyment of the record went way down. So I listened to the first four songs on those, but I listened to the whole album on my Sennheisers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It sounded it, like the the sound of the album wasn't really what what killed it for me. It was just that I was not in the mood for their brand of yeah. It's fun. X beat per minute. It's a it's a fast fun yeah. summer album going to the beach or something like no i i listened to a lot in the car and like live it was great sure and i'll i believe that i'll put it on um at home sometimes but admittedly it's not my first pick for like listening over my stereo yeah i think it's definitely best suited with an activity or something like i think that this would be a decent um album to just put on at a party or something like that yeah you're at a you're you're a restaurant tour and you want to put on a, an album that sounds fun but you don't really think about it too much yeah yeah but then i don't know like i said the lyrics are kind of deep so if you do yeah stop but if you do listen, listen it, yeah you get yeah. you get a bit more than what you might have expected um yeah, I don't know. Some of them, like like in Less Than Now, like a warbling voice from a beautiful mouth, trying my best to be less of a coward, trying to be less, trying to be less than now. I just think it's fun. Okay. And I like her voice a lot. I think that's like the main reasons why I love this album so much. Yeah. Um, I, I did read one review that was like, oh, this album is well polished. It seems like instead of it being a debut album, because they like had a second a, album. Yeah, they had yeah. like they had an EP and then this is yeah. their first full length. And then yeah. like, instead of being, it sounds more like a fourth album. They played, so this came out, they formed in 2015. Yeah. And then this album came out three years after that. 2018, yeah. So I think they definitely had a lot of practice and kind of figured out their mm-hmm. sound. And then they crammed all those songs into one album yeah. to the point where I'm afraid to listen. They have one other album that just came out, I think a couple years ago yeah, called 2020. Jump Rope Gazers. I haven't listened to any of it and I'm afraid to listen to it because I'm afraid it's not going to sound the same and, and I'm just not going to like it actually might be a benefit because like uh, I'm be. on the same, again, the same page as Jamie where it's like, yeah, no. And when you mentioned like it was, it had a bunch of singles. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. It feels like they've had three years and just kind of picked yeah. some songs and put yeah. it together. Yeah. And because of that, that's a downfall because it does sound very very same same yeah there's a lot of songs that you can tell that they designed them to be radio played totally there's a lot of radio friendly unit shifters yeah and it's funny because happy unhappy is my favorite sure it definitely feels like it fits the album the least it feels like the most polished the most like varying of a song and like again going back and listening through uh and like i have it in my ear right now just kind of going through some of the songs and i'm like that one feels the least like it fits there because it just feels like so much higher quality. So I'm like, I wonder where it was filmed or recorded in all of this because this three years to make an album is, is well, a they, long they had an EP. They had an EP and there was some other singles, yeah. I think, that didn't quite fit. Um, but, but yeah, three years mm. in the making kind of. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, like I... Like, I thought we would go a lot further in the podcast before we had an album that... Yeah, I'm surprised. Two, two of us didn't like, or at least one of us yeah. didn't like. Like, our reaction to the now now was, you know, mostly neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reaction to my album was like mostly positive, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one is like, I feel like Bell and I are just like taking a dump on it. No, it's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am a little surprised because I actually really like this one a lot. It is a, it's a different pick. From me, though, personally, I'm not usually like a big indie pop kind of guy, sure. but yeah. I think I like it because it's a bit more than your average like indie pop. Sure. It's a lot more like heavy 
it's not heavy, but it's a lot heavier than other indie pop. Yeah. Um, and there is just a lot of like drumming and guitar work on it. Yeah. Like I said, there's a solo in every song at like two thirds through, um, which is a blessing and a curse because sure. they're usually good solos, but you're like, oh, you're there's, there's the gar- yeah. there's guitar, there's a guitar solo. I'm yeah, less than that, I think had the best or my favorite guitar solo at the very end. There, mm. I was like, oh, that's a sweet end. I like the yeah. title track. The title track is. It's probably my favorite song on the album. Yeah, Future Me Hates Me is <clears throat> probably my favorite as well. Sure. And then I actually really love how Less Than Now ends and closes out the entire album with that like it sounds like someone's recording them in the studio from yeah. outside the studio and then they close the door or whatever and you can hear the guitar solo just kind of like cut off. Yeah. I thought that was like a really cool way to end the album. I think side two of the LP, like I liked side, I got through side one of the LP yeah. and then side two of the LP is where it fell off on me. Interesting. So like it would be an album where if I was listening to it at home and I owned it, I wouldn't flip it over and listen to the other half. Oh yeah. I would just put the, I listened to the first half and I put it away. I mean, hey, you know what? That's why they're called B-sides, right? That's right. <laughs> Yeah, and see, I would be like, it was a first half was the first side was mid, so I'd be like, why would I, why would I listen? The second one had, I, re, I like Little Death, and I really like Happy Unhappy, and I like Less Than Now. Yeah, but River Run and whatever, just yeah, st- really stinkers in my mind. And since they're back to back, I'd be like, I don't want to listen to this side. I don't yeah. like those. It's funny. Those are like River Run, River Run. Sure, that's definitely like I, I think um, the guitar overpowers the vocals a bit. Um, I like that it's a bit of a change of pace for the intro from the rest of the song. And I think that it actually should have been the final track rather than less than now. And then end it the same way with like the whole studio closing the door or whatever. But I actually really like whatever. Like that's yeah. that's one that I'm definitely singing along to in my car the most. I actually wrote down like multiple parts of the song in terms of lyrics because I'm like, yeah, this is great. I love singing that part. I love singing this part. It's also one of the longer songs on it the is. album. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just like I got fatigued partway through. Uh, but yeah, no, I think just the backup vocals did not do it for me. Really? But the, it did on Not Running. Not Running is the first time I realized there were backup singers. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I like this. Like, I like this a lot. And yeah. I thought it was like, all right, until they kicked in at the after solo. Now there's backup singers part of the song. I was like, this is really good. And then I was like, oh, now I notice the backup singing and I'm liking it less Interesting. and less. And I, less. I think the backup singing would have been better used if it was used less. But the, pro- the problem with a lot of the songs on the album is what we discussed before is formulaic, right? Yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's backup singing. There's like fun drums, but maybe a little too maybe loud. Maybe a little too much, yeah. And then there's a guitar solo two thirds of the way through, and then mm-hmm. the lyrics are kind of like upbeat sounding, but kind of down in yeah. the content. And that's like every song on the album. And that's sort of what what I found hard to get through. It's just like, oh, it's it's like ACDC's one song, right? Like, sure, it's they have their version of you shook you shook me all night yeah. long, yeah, yeah. and it's like <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good song. It's thirty it's thirty eight <laughs> minutes of that, yeah. So. Um. I think uh, another reason why I might like this is that I like ska like quite a bit actually, which is you know probably pretty divisive. He's wearing suspenders right now. Yeah, you right. He's got yeah. checkerboard I got, I'm, I'm vans on. all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I'm. He's like got a, a trombone. He's wearing lav mic. That's I can't tell. He's uh, scatting around. But I'm like a huge uh, Streetlight Manifesto fan, and they are very much like, hey, this song's about like suicide and killing yourself or whatever. But Hell it's yeah. like, you know, a lot of like 
upbeat guitar and drums and trombone like, and, like and trumpet and stuff. Big D in the kids' table. Big D in the kids' table. <laughs> they're they're a good ska band. I've never heard them, but I'll sure. check them out. I only know Real Big Fish. Sure, Real Big hey, Fish is great classic, too. Sure. Yeah, I never really got into them, but I got respect. Um, Goldfinger. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. So that's Superman. again how I'm like this. I feel like would fit on an old Tony Hawk game. Yeah, which is like sure. Crazy upbeat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Our new Tony Hawk game. I, you know, I skate I, four. I think I and no, maybe that's part of why I like it so much is that yeah, I think it would fit Tony Hawk or something really yeah. well, even if it's just because of the drums and whatnot. Tony Hawk has NFTs now. Oh God! We lost Tony Hawk to, to find NFTs. out this way, oh, audience. Oh, my God, uh, why'd you have to tell me? That? Who, who else did we lose to NFTs um, recently? Dead mouse. But I mean, oh seriously, did we lose anything? Not no. really. I don't. I never understood the appeal. Um, well, if you were a game trailer in 2012, you would have understood the appeal of dubstep. Yeah. He's not dubstep. Uh, <laughs> I really, done? I really didn't want to make the comparison, but uh, Courtney Barnett is another. Uh, she's Australian. Oh, but yeah. folk. But it's the same thing where it's like the lyrics are very down. Yeah. But she's playing down folk music, mm-hmm. and the voices are very similar. Not just because one's Aussie, one's New Zealand, but like uh, I definitely was like the whole time I'm listening to it. I'm like, when you're in the podcast, don't compare them because like they're it's very different music. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I don't know if I want upbeat music to drab lyrics because really? I feel like try hard now, like. To this oh, extent, fair. I'm like, I don't like it. I like Courtney Barnett's like, things are sad, so I'm playing sad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like I, I like the realism of it, especially when like Courtney Barnett's sad is like, isn't the world just boring? I'm looking at places to live where a man died and like there's still family photos up and not like, uh, I'm just so in love that I'm dying a bit when I see you. And I'm just like, it's just a kind of cheesy. It's yeah. like stuff I would have liked in Cliche. middle school. Yeah, very yeah. cliche. I would have like been so down and been like, this is hardcore back when I was like, you know, 15, 16. And now I'm like, I'm out of that phase. Like, I, I don't want to listen to it anymore. I'm down for lyrics to not be what they seem. But like, I mean, it's every song. And I was just like, I was kind of exhausted by the Aren't, end aren't we all getting tickets to the When We Were Young Festival? No. We so are we not. can go see MCR? No. And get COVID? And, uh, yeah, whatever. No. And stabbed? <laughs> no, I don't want to go. Oh. Matt wants to go so bad. I'm not interested. He wants to see all those fucking bad bands. I know. I think they're fine. Um, the Ataris are going to be there. There's like one band I want to see. I can't remember and who it is. It's the best. It's, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, is it I, MCR? No, God. I actually really hate my chemical romance. Um, I think for me, I actually love the juxtaposition, but I've always kind of been into that. And I actually, like, I'm a major romantic at heart. So I've always, like, loved super cheesy loves love. stupid romantic mm-hmm. lyrics like that mm-hmm. um i didn't ever really grow out of it like to an extent you Fair. know i'm not going to be that angsty teen or whatever and i like a lot of like other lyrics too that don't delve into any of this stuff at all um but i, I don't know i just love it I, I i i think i just connect with this like with the lyrics too much or something but there's something about the upbeatness and the depressing uh aspect of the album that I don't know. It really does it for me. Okay. Yeah. That, You're allowed. And that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- there's a reason why, why, like, I like the albums I own. Yeah, sure. Including Crackers, mm-hmm. which is, which is it's funny. I listened yeah. to it the other day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm definitely down on the album, but, like, not because it's bad. It's just, like, literally, I'm out of that stage of life. Sure. Sure. I think, like, I'm just I think, down with it. I think that's fair. And I think part of the reason why I thought you guys might like it a bit more is simply because I don't think it's, like, a bad album. No. 
like I no, it's not a bad album. Yeah. No, it's not bad. Yeah, but it wasn't what I was looking for. Sure, a hundred percent. Same brainwave. Yeah, that's a that's a fair take. Um, I think overall, I'd probably give this one personally. What are we rating stuff out of? First of all, we need to redo this because he didn't say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our, our tagline. Fuck. You got to say, you know, what's our vinyl verdict? You got to say. Oh that yeah, you're right, you're right, right, right. So our, our vinyl verdict on this album is ploof. Well. I don't know about you guys. You're probably going to score it a little lower. I personally, what are we scoring stuff out of? 13 stars or something? Oh, yeah. You can say a, whatever. I was saying we should do more of a top gear. Just like, what is it oh, better than yeah, we've yeah, reviewed yeah. already? So, so yeah, yeah. Like we were going to have like a wall and it's just like, oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. this is automatically the third place album. Wow. Yeah, so you can weird. give it a number out of 13 out of whatever you want. Because like that's still, you know, is helpful for people, I, I'm sure. But. I'd give it like a 10 out of 13 or something like around Dang. there. I'd, I'd rank it pretty oh. high. I mean, hey, I put the noun out like a seven, right? And I hardly even liked the noun out. I think we were only rating at a nine at that point. I don't know know anymore. It all blends together. All I know is I pretty much like every track on the album. I do agree that it it can be very samey, but when I'm looking for that one kind of um, song or track, it actually works to listen to a bunch of it in a row, like when I'm in the car or if I'm working out Mm. or something and I just need something high energy. For 40 minutes. For like 40 minutes. You can find that time. Exactly, yeah. I think think it's perfect um, filler music for when you need something like that. But then if you do want to stop and listen a little deeper, the lyrics, if you're into that kind of thing, can really hook you in a bit. Um, Hmm. So yeah, I I actually rate it pretty highly amongst my own personal collection, and I would totally love to see these guys again. If if they tour again, I'll I'll be getting tickets for sure. It's Mm -hmm. a great show. Would Hmm. you buy the the record again? Now that like obviously you obviously really like it. Honestly, yeah. The record experience was worth whatever you paid for it. Yeah, I like this is this was a random album that a friend recommended me, and I listened to like one track. I think it was Future Me Hates Me or something, and Mm -hmm. I was like, boom, I love this, and I was instantly Hmm. sold. Bought the record loved the rest of the album went and saw them live like two months later and then made it my workout album for like half a year to a year mm. so yeah i'm pretty big on it i'll probably give it a for out of 13 six and a half maybe six and a half like it's i didn't hate it yeah but it wasn't what i was looking for sure but i'm not gonna give it a zero because it's not garbage yeah it's like it's like a like a six point six point five to me. What would you say? Better than the now now? No. Damn. Damn. No, the now now is. Uh, you you were the only one that liked the now now though. To be fair. No, he was the only one that liked the now now. No, I, mean, I don't know. I didn't hate the the now now is the bottom of my list even after this spoiler. Alert. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I didn't. No, like. it's be- okay. Out so. of our out of the of the three we've listened to, the now now is easily on the bottom. Okay, so. I didn't hate the now now to the extent that you hated the now now. The now now is fine. Um, like I'm I'm indifferent about the now now. It's if if it's on a scale of thirteen, it's 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 like if the Beths is a a six and a half, it's a seven. Mm. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so it's like it's not like I'm not saying it's like the like way better. Um, but yeah, it would be like I don't know the who the the now now the Beths. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And then we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for myself again, I I feel like I poo pooed it a lot this whole thing, but (laughs) not. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they call me. Uh, (laughs) But it's not because like I didn't like the whole album. I just again, I really disliked a couple songs, and I would have liked it in like 2011 uh, if this had existed then. Um, I I liked it less than Live at Leeds. Okay, that's. Uh, I mean, hey, that's a the greatest rock album, live rock album of all time. I give the now now a six. I'd probably give this a six and a half. Cool. 
Would okay. I buy it? No. Like, again, sure. I really like the second half. Like, when I look, I have it at the song listing. Uh, like, Happy Unhappy is my favorite. I like Little Death. I like Less Than Now, which are all the second side. But my two least favorite songs are on that side, which means I probably wouldn't buy the album other mm. than for the album art. Like, I really like the album yeah, art. I really like yeah. it. I really, really like it. I really like and it. And maybe too. I would buy it for the album art. The name of the album is fantastic. Yeah. And there are a few bangers that, you know, would be fun to have on. Uh, but if it was more than like 25, 30 bucks, I wouldn't buy it. And it's usually selling for like 45 Canadian yeah. plus. So, like, it's a little expensive. No, nah, I wouldn't buy it. The only listings I saw for were listed in euros. Oof. That's a bad so, start. Yeah. Yeah. But I, listen to Happy Unhappy. That song slaps. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I kept wanting to compare it to like Gwen Stefani and No Doubt for some reason. Oh, maybe. Sure. It's really, they're totally like different. they're, they're old. No old doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Cause old that's, no that's more, a little, little more jaunty. If you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause they were back when like, yeah, don't speak and major don't speak vibes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Pretty much. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, and I love like original No Doubt and Gwen Stefani around like the sublime era when she was singing on some sublime tracks and stuff. So maybe it just kind of hit me different, but um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, anyway, our next album that we're going to be listening to is actually with our first guest. Mr. Alexander Clark is going to be joining us and he wants to listen to another live album. I hope, yeah. this, <laughs> hope this doesn't become a running theme. Now I feel like I've got to pick a live mm-hmm, album for seriously. us to listen to. Um, but he wants to listen to An Evening of Magic live at the Hollywood Bowl by Chuck Mangione, who, if you don't know Chuck Mangione... I don't. He's a trumpet player. Pretty mm-hmm. sure it's trumpet. Really? He's uh, featured on King of the Hill quite frequently. Oh, hell yeah. I know who you're talking yeah, about. He's got the black know. hat in the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I love yeah. King of the Hill. This is uh, Feels So Good by Chuck Mangione. I can't remember the tune of it anymore. But like, anyway, um, he's going to be here for that. I'm pretty stoked because I actually love brass and I actually really like Chuck Mangione. It started I as I see why you like ska music. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's true, though. I love brass. Um, but I, I started as a I started liking Chuck Mangione as like a meme, basically, because of King of the Hill. And then I actually listened to a bunch of songs and I'm like, wow. Yeah, you bought actually, that album. Yeah, with I me. bought the yeah. fucking album. Yeah. I'm actually like, wow, I actually really like this guy. So. He was picking through the dollar bin with me at that record yeah. store in Europe. Chuck Mangione was? Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, Chuck Mangione was. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. But yeah, it's, it's going to be great. I think we're going to have a really fun time with our second live album. And uh, thanks for listening to Vinyl Verdict. And we'll. Uh, See you guys there, I guess. We'll not see you, but, you know. No, we'll see you. Have a wonderful time. Bye. Goodbye. I want the last word. Bye. Bye.